recorded live. Woo-hoo. I hope everyone else is as excited as I am for our new course at Good Vibe Astrology with Kim Falconer. This is our first installment of a brand new course called Dream Come True Astrology. Kim, ever since you floated the idea of this one, I have been ready for it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> we I'm I'm really really amped up to do this course because I was just telling uh Janet before the recording started uh, you know, as a Gemini, you know, I just love to keep things ch- changing up and the energy moving and so forth. And I, I, I'm excited about this because it's different. We're approaching it differently, and uh, we're going to get to the core of things that we maybe haven't gone to in the past. So I'm, yeah, <laughs> ready to rock and roll with this. <laughs> okay, so what we want to have in front of us as we start this call, do we want charts up right now or are we going to chat before yeah, well, we start looking at things? We're going to chat. We're going to chat, but we we want um, just a little housekeeping, I guess, for everyone who dials into the call. If you want to talk about your chart live on the call, have a link to it. Okay, so we can uh, you can put it in the chat and we can go straight to it. Uh, that, uh, that's important. If you haven't put your chart up in the gallery yet we've got a few uh, new people new to gva and you have any problems with the upload or uh, just let us know just let, let us know it might be a little confusing when you go to the menu and it says charts if you look at the drop down uh you you actually if you click charts you'll just go straight to them but you need to click the little arrow and see the drop down menu and the first thing in bold is upload charts so if there's any problem. I know I've been linking to that as well. So pop your chart up there if you're not sure how to create your chart online and download it to your computer and upload the image file, then you just uh, let us know. Holler <laughs> out and we'll get it to you. Also, when if if you can't make the call live and you're listening to the recording, you still have full access with all your questions and using your chart as an example. You just need to do it on the post. There will be a post for each uh, module of this course, which I'm, we're anticipating that there's four of those. We'll see. There might be five. But, you, for example, we have uh, call number one. Is The post for call number one is already up. So if you're listening to the recording and you want to uh, discuss your chart, you just go there and um, put your question or comments in the comment box with a link to your chart. <laughs> so it's uh, simple. The main thing is uh, questions, all wonderful. Bring your chart along with you. So um, pretend we're all live and you've got it in your hand and uh, it's going to go up on the board so everyone can see and Jeanette and I can see, so <laughs> we can make comments about it. Okay, so there's that. The other thing I want to uh, say right at the start is we have a real mix of people joining us for for this course, from professional astrologers to absolute newbies who um, might not even be sure what a natal chart is. <laughs> okay, so the full full range, and everyone is welcome, and it's particularly interesting for this course because we're not the focus isn't on the technicalities of astrology the focus is on the manifesting and we're going to use astrology to boost that manifesting but if you look at your chart and your eyes glaze over that's what Jeanette and I are here for to help spot the, the springboards and the, the areas that are going to point us in the right direction, hopefully point you in the right direction for the manifesting. If you're a professional astrologer or uh, you know a more advanced student, uh, fear not. It, you won't be missing out on astrological insights, uh, but hopefully you'll be gaining ideas of how you can help clients and you can work with your own chart yourself. So the AstroLingo will be there to the degree that you want it. So you can ask the more technical questions if you're unsure what what we're um, looking at or what's triggering the thoughts or the direction that we're going. Um, and if you're not Astro Savvy yet, fine. It's going to be fine. Don't worry about um, knowing exactly what degree your Saturn is in and where it is in your house. And we can help you find it and we can direct you to 
the essentials course, which will give you your um, groundwork. And the uh, last thing, I think, with the housekeeping, <laughs> with the introduction, is we each uh, of these modules will be focusing on or using a particular outer planet transit to uh, tune into the manifesting process that we're discussing during that time. And you can, if you want to learn more about that planet, for example, today is Saturn, we have abundant resources already from courses. I don't think we've done a course and not spent at least an hour talking about Saturn. <laughs> so, <laughs> because, you know... It's Saturn. <laughs> it's pretty essential. But what I'm going to do, especially for people who are new, um, in the p Call One post, I will list some links to uh, calls and uh, that focus on Saturn to give you more background if you want it. And for those of you who are more advanced students, to if you haven't heard these calls or haven't heard them recently, you might want to brush up by going there. Uh, so I, what I'll do is I'll just pop a couple links right now in the uh, in the chat, and then all right, then they'll be in the chat, which will be the simple way to um, uh, find it. Okay, so here's a link to the essentials call on Saturn. Actually, it's a plant. I think it's Mars out, but you could, Saturn is like ten minutes in. You can find it. Um, we have Transform with Transits, which focuses has a whole hour or more focused on Saturn. Pop that in. And there's one other that I thought was really uh, helpful is our uh, Rockstar Entrepreneur course, which if you took it last, was that last year? Last year. Uh, you okay. may not have listened to it again, and you might find that Module 2 Two goals and gremlins, which focuses totally on Saturn, uh, will be super helpful for you. So there's three links to get you started if you want to go deeper into the astrology of what we're uh, working with here. And of course, you can ask questions at any, any time. All right. Any questions about that? That was a good, that was a good rundown, Kim. Very thorough. Good. Very efficient. Thank you. Thank you. That's how far <laughs> my notes go. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not true. That's just me being funny. Uh, okay. So our focus is, if you did the, the prep or if you look, took a look at the earlier post about how to prep for this course, we're looking at where, what is reality? Where, where is reality? And I, I want to give you a, a few ideas about that before we start looking at charts because Number one, we know that Saturn uh, is multiple meanings, but one of the key parts of Saturn is it makes it real. It brings it down to Earth. It is the idea that becomes manifest in reality. And we, we want to know, well, what, <laughs> what is that? What is that reality to me? And what is that reality to, to you at any given moment? And there's a way that we can look at this because where I'm heading it, where I'm seeing it is that the only re reality for us at any given time is our vibration. Vibration is reality. Um, Jeanette, do you want to just give a really quick rundown about how uh, everything's energy, sure. energy's vibrating? Yeah. Sure. I'm thinking about how subjective our reality is too because it's dependent on our perception of energy and vibration. So, mm. um, yes, but everything that exists, it's just an energetic frequency that we are interpreting with our sensors, not just our physical, like what we see and what we hear and what we touch, but also the story we tell around it. And that that is gives us a lot of room to play with, a lot, a lot of room to play with, although many people don't realize that. Conscious creators do, though. We recognize that this is our playground. This is for us to create. And if we're willing to play with our perceptions and our own vibrations, which are creating, along with our observations, 
that um, it really opens up a lot about what we can make our reality seem to be. But in fact, I was just on a call earlier where someone was quoting Neville talking about how all of life is an illusion. Everything that we think is so real, it's it's not as real as it seems. And sometimes thinking of it that way helps us be more fluid with it in order to play with it more instead of think of it as unchanging and like this is what it is and whether we like it or not, this is what we're stuck with. Lots of room for us to play with that conscious creators are savvy too. That's right. There is a lot of room to play with in the midst of a Saturn transit or a uh, reality check. <laughs> what we experience is a reality check, a, a, a stop or a roadblock or a confrontation with what seems so incredibly real. It's it can be challenging to think, oh, this is just my vibration. This is I can change this on a dime. I could just change the way I think. When it feels like we're we've just run into a brick wall and the wall feels real. Uh it it you know, we banged our head, it hurts, this is real, I can't go past it. So what we're doing with this call today is re examining our connection that or our as Jeanette says, our perception of reality and where that might that hot spot might be at the moment, where that feeling of uh, this is so real and uh, I, it doesn't feel malleable. I don't know how to to change my vibration about it because here's a saying. I actually got this from Deepak Chopra. And I've probably said it before, but um, the he was saying that. If you want to know, because he speaks in terms of vibration um, frequently, um, if you want to know what your vibration was like in the past, look at your body now. And if you want to know what your body is going to look like in the future, look at your vibration now. And we can can use anything to, body here is representing um, our, the story we're telling, our manifestation of uh, where the, kind of the end point. And yes, the body is our first connection to, air quotes, reality. It's how we see, touch, taste, smell, and hear. It's our um, physical incarnation into um, the material world. But we can also, we can also substitute the word money. And we can say, if you want to know uh, what your uh, money vibration was like in the past, you know, look at your bank account now. And if you want to know what your bank account's going to look at the, like in the future, look at your vibration now. Uh, are you getting this link of how vibration is everything? And you can look at your home life or your relationships or your career or whatever it is in your life that you want to look at. You can take a deep breath and see it. What you're living right now is a representation of, well, according to Deepak, your past vibration. Would you agree with that, Jeanette? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love how in the note that you send out, Kim, you invited us to look to our body first, but to recognize that it extends to everything we experience in life. Um, mm-hmm. It's Whatever is made manifest is a reflection of what we're vibrating and the role that Saturn plays in that, I'm really excited to explore with everyone here. Mm. Thank you. Well, the whole thing, let's just start with the body um, because, again, that's the first, (laughs) that's the jumping in point (laughs) to our life. And uh, let's just think of the body as a messenger, as a a messenger, messenger of the gods. um, The body is translating our vibration for us and telling us how um, the body is telling us if we are in alignment with our um, authenticity, with our higher goals, with our with, with what is meaningful for us, or if we are uh, not. <laughs> I'm not going to elaborate on the other options, but... Um, Think of the body as your messenger, and the main way the body sends messages is through pleasure and pain. 
feels good, good vibration. Feels bad, bad vibration. <laughs> you know, it's like it's good and bad. Maybe not the right uh, words we can say. Uh, if something is discomforting in the body, if something, uh, if we have uh, physical pain, where there is some area of life that we're not in, we're out of alignment. We're kinked up. The energy is not flowing. And I'm not denying that there can be physical um, dis- uh, issues with the body. I'm not saying that there that dis- disease doesn't exist. And I'm not a doctor, and we're we're not diagnosing things here. But we're looking um, behind the veil, and we're saying, okay, all that aside, what's the message? What's the message? And that's where I'd like to begin right now, because even if you don't have Saturn uh, transiting your sixth house of your uh, physical body and the mind-body-spirit uh, connection doesn't mean that you might not have a very powerful body message coming through. And we can look to Saturn and Saturn's connection to see, uh, help unravel what that message is and hopefully release, whether it's a toleration or gremlin thoughts or um, whatever is contributing to the kinked up vibe, to the vibe that is out of alignment to what's authentic for you, uh, we can go at it as in a new way, whether it's uh, discovering a new story or simply um, pivoting away from, or sometimes it's going to mean addressing something from the past. If you were on the karma course that we just completed, uh, you might remember some benefits of just unraveling uh, the idea of, well, maybe in the past, this is what the story was and finding that as a springboard to uh, a new story, a new way of experiencing. So with that in mind, and if you don't have a quest, if you're here on the call and you want to look at your chart and your question is burning, question is not about the physicality, that's fine. Just bring up what is um, as we did in the prep. So hopefully you've got some ideas already from from doing the prep to the course. Are, Are there any questions so far of, uh, about what we've discussed. Does this make sense to everyone? It does to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, who would like to begin? I know we oh, have well, chart. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> okay, chart links awesome. in the in the <laughs> chat room. I think Janet posted hers, and we've also got Gyums as well. Oh, maybe Gilm should go first because he's so late at night. Ooh, that's not a bad yeah, that's, idea. That's a great idea. Gilm, we'll first. first. Oh, then you thank you. Go to bed and listen to the rest of the call tomorrow. <laughs> um, okay, so if we can all click on his chart. And, yeah, tell me what's, um, what this brings up for you. What What was your prep like when you... Yeah, inter- interesting actually. Um, I want to share this actually because um, I knew it was a song Saturn a long time ago actually. Um, I'm not sure why. Um, years ago, my mum sent me to this um, astrologer when I was about, how old was I at the time? I was still 23. And um, I, I don't know how why she reacted that way, but, but obviously she told me that, that um, the Sun Saturn combination that was born, the, um, how to say the word, she was frightened by it in a sense, you know, and um, uh, this is interesting, isn't it? Uh, just frightened by it, and then I suppose in a sense, I was a little bit frightened of it as well, and um, because it, she was saying to me that that um, because it's Saturn in the way, it stops me from achieving what I want to achieve. It blocks, it blocks me. Whether it's true, I don't know. Whoa. Okay. That's Sorry, I was going to interrupt to say whether it's true, okay. I don't know. I was going to say whether it's true, you get to decide. <laughs> you get to choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kim. I'm, no, no. I was I was just going to say, Jeanette, do you remember that article that you wrote yonks ago that actually got was what got us together, How our meeting article? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I Googled uh, LOA and astrology, and you said choose your astrologers wisely. Mm-hmm. And 
um, that was the title of the article. We've got it linked in, in various places. But, oh, my goodness. Uh, this is one of those cases where, you, well, you have to really call into question why the astrologer would have said that. Um, there are hundreds of thousands, millions of people born with Saturn conjunct the sun who, it's, it's not a roadblock. It's not a roadblock. There are times in your life where, especially when it's trying to Neptune and sextile Mars, this is a go. This is a green light uh, in my um, eyes. But here's the thing: you can have ten astrologers read your chart, and you're going to get ten different interpretations of any uh, given thing. Um, I think that astrologer probably didn't wasn't LOA savvy. I think it's safe to say. <laughs> and I also uh, think it's very safe to say that the astrologer was uh, responding to their own Saturn issues and projecting them on you, which is very common if they're unresolved. Um, I'm not trying to make excuses for why they would say that, but they also probably had no training in in counseling or coaching (laughs) because why would you drop a bomb like that on a person? Uh, especially a bomb that is completely unnecessary. Saturn's sun is solid. It is so strengthening. It is so strong. And it's almost a guarantee. I don't know if you remember when we were in the karma course talking about why we have these, uh, choose these particular situations, uh, to especially through Saturn, which are, they give us, Fine. They strengthen us. They give us um, backbone. All the things that we uh, think of with um, with Saturn. How powerful. How wise. How uh, um, capable and ambitious. It brings all these things to the sun, to your purpose in life. And because the sun is a fire sign, it can take fire signs take a little longer to mature. And that's not a it just means that there is more time to explore and to um, uh, goof off and find a playful connection with life. Saturn there might be have turned into gremlin thoughts. I think when you go to an astrologer and hear something like that, however many years ago, something in the back of your mind has probably been playing that like a broken record. Yeah. And... Jeanette, what does that do for that kind of, uh, would that classify as a gremlin thought? Well, whether we call it a gremlin thought or not, whatever we give attention to, we are manifesting. So being able to set it aside in favor of something we might prefer would be the work of a conscious creator. And I think that, of uh, Guillaume, you have those skills as well as anyone else does. So you're exceptionally well equipped to yeah. discern for yourself what it is, and, and and being able to dismiss even those who might seem like they have credible authority for us, to be able to own our sovereignty to choose for ourselves, even when no one else agrees and there's no reason to believe in it. Other than that, we know the power of our focus. Yeah. Um, and, and, and obviously what we're doing here is leveraging our astrology to support us in choosing what we want, to give us even more reasons to believe in what we prefer, and to recognize the energies that are flowing so that we can better play with it. Um, at least that's my take on it, Kim. Mm. Well, exactly. That's exactly right. And so this is, I think this boils down, I don't know if this was your prep work or your actual question relating to um, the the course topic right now, but what it boils down to is what story you're telling about yourself. And it doesn't matter if a, an astrologer said there's going to be struggle, you're going to be blocked, or it was growing up with parents who said you're never going to amount to anything, or, oh, in my case, um, a school counselor, high school counselor, who said there's no point in going on with your education because you, Kim, will never amount to anything. Um, I I'm pretty sure that person's dead now. <laughs> I tell you, I don't mind <laughs> because they're not coaching anyone else in the world that way. But that's something you'd see in a comedy film, isn't it, or a tragedy? Who says that to kids? I was 16, and they were the um. Anyway, just 
still got to charge on that event. I might charge <laughs> how dare you? Uh, how dare you do that to people? Um, anyway, so it doesn't matter who. It seems like everybody. We all have Saturn somewhere in our chart, and there's always going to be some time in our life where we will doubt our abilities. And I think that uh, doubt is a chance for us to to polish up and to discover our own genuine authenticity, our genuine ability. And it, I think it boils down to self-love, mm-hmm. our ability to just agree. say, you know, this is me and I'm, I'm happy to be me. And I'm, you know, I'm happy to bring myself out into the world. And uh, so it almost has nothing to do with astrology because uh, we, I don't know about you guys, but we, I think most people can cite some situation or some experience where they felt less than or put down or um, in some way told um, they weren't good enough. And that's a little um, Saturnian red flag. And the whole thing about Saturn is Saturn is tough love uh, types of goads. It goads you to, well, I'll show them. Pretty sure I'm where I am today because of that counselor. <laughs> Although the first, probably the first decade after that was, uh, I heard that my life was just a wash of go, unable to focus on anything. Um, well, some things, but maybe not the most productive things in the world. Um, but the the thing is, uh, unconsciously, I think um, it goaded me to becoming more of what I I was capable of being. Yeah. Saturn ends, turns to gold. Saturn mm. is the cornucopia. And Saturn on the sun means your gold shines even brighter than Leo, even brighter than um, most people's. Goosebumps. So, yeah. You use it. Whatever those, this is what I'm saying, whatever the reality, air quotes reality was, that has triggered... Um, or fueled the vibration. Uh, recognizing what that vibration is is so important. If you've gotten to the space where you can say, I feel like I'm blocked. I feel like I'm blocked. And you're attributing that block to something out there in the world, whether it's your astrology or whatever, the, some circumstance that blocks you from doing what you want. Awareness of that is the first step. Because once you see that you feel like you're blocked and you know you're flowing a blocked vibration, right, Jeanette? I mean, we have to be signaling blocked to be feeling blocked. Mm -hmm. Uh, It gives us that chance to change it, to shift that vibe into something else. Like, I'm (laughs) free-flowing. I'm, you know, arrowing out towards my goal. I'm on my way. It's happening now. I'm on my way. Stop me. Don't get in front of the train. I kind of like that thought about Saturn, Kim, and I don't know if this is an astrologically approved interpretation, but Guillaume, for your situation, when I know some of your aspirations about studying um, internationally, that position that you've got right there, it's easy for me to see that Saturn is, it's helping give you um, a follow through, like that it's not flighty, it's not whimsical, it's it's steady and true. I think of the goat that takes the careful steps. And the progress might seem slow, but it's steady and it's reliable. It's like the wow. goat gets where the goat wants to go, and that goat can scale some pretty crazy mountains. And to be having that happen in your ninth house, conjunct your son in Leo, makes it even easier to feel the certainty of this outcome. For me, that's how I interpret Saturn. Kim, I love what you said, and I wonder if you could say it again, about Saturn and gold. What did you say exactly? Oh, Saturn it is, is your, it's the cornucopia. It's the goal. It's what the alchemists use. They turn, okay, Saturn rules lead. They took lead, and they were trying to turn it into gold. And uh, this is... The alchemy was a metaphor of taking something that appeared useless or damaged or flawed and turning it into the most valuable, most valuable expression 
um, uh, the most uh, worth and um, that you can possibly achieve. And that is what Saturn is. So if you're feeling the lead, <laughs> if you're feeling um, the flawed or the unable to move forward, you are at least at a point where you can see your alchemical process, you can see your your the the arc because there's only one way that Saturn goes from lead to gold. It's not gold to lead. Gold never goes back to lead. It simply goes forward and just as Jeanette said, in the steady step by step, okay. it's it's true. I love that you said Saturn's true because um, again, it brings us back to this idea of reality and our perception of reality and the ability to stick to things um it's enduring it can be tenacious it is um it, it, it is unafraid to to keep going what Jeanette? well i was just thinking kim how you've talked about saturn before about like the manifester this is what makes hmm. things manifest and Guillaume, to have that conjunct your son i would own that as part of my identity like right. um that not not something that I have to overcome. This is my advantage. I am literally wired for making 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 what I want come true. Exactly. And the sun's there. It's uh, and in Leo, and it's, it's uh, recognizing. It's also Saturn's conjunct the midheaven, and just recognizing your ambition and uh, your your goals. And I think at your chart right now. I think with Saturn transiting the uh, second house, you're at a stage where focusing on your authentic core values and giving some real value and light and appreciation and acknowledgement and gratitude to your talents and your abilities and how they have uh, slowly and steadily expanded, grown, become more real. And also looking at your vibration in the past. And if your vibration in the past was, I am blocked, right now you probably feel like you are blocked, as you said. If you want to have this, you know, freedom and this forward motion and this nothing can stop me now experience in every aspect of your life, then you change your vibration now. And that means changing the way you think about, the way you perceive your future, your possibilities, what you're capable of. And that begins with unraveling, as you're doing right now, something that you were told years ago about, um, uh, apparently they made it sound like fate, like it was carved in stone, that you would be blocked. Do you have that astrologer's name? No, don't give it to me. Um, <laughs> does that, is that helpful, uh, Guillaume? Does that give you a springboard of where to, where to go yeah, with this? Yeah, it's very, very helpful. Um, and there's something interesting when we talk about blocks. I just realised something, and um, I shared it in, in uh, Janet Dalgleish's um, Abundance Identity um, Facebook page. It was quite quite a few weeks ago, actually. Um, I had I had a dream. And um, I dreamt that I was in prison. I can't remember. What, I didn't. I don't know what crime I committed, but I was. I was actually in prison. And when I interpreted it, I realized I interpreted it that I was feeling trapped. That's yeah. why. That's why I had that dream. You see, so um, it was. It was. Uh, it, it was. That's what the reason why I had that dream. But obviously, recognizing that that issue, recognizing that, is obviously that first step into, into uh, has to say breaking free from it. Exactly. And that was recently. Okay. <clears throat> that was a recent dream. It was uh, quite a while ago, actually. I think it was. It was about four or five weeks ago. Was yeah. It? Oh, that's I recent. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely recent. I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. Ago. That's really recent. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to. Is it okay if I chime in with some thoughts? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, the first thing I wanted to say is. Um, oh, totally. Yes, that, that that thing of the astrologer kind of giving you that story. Um, I sometimes wonder if people get frightened when they look at charts because it's something that they wouldn't be able to handle. And 
I don't think we come in here with a chart that we can't handle. So it's like someone might look at my chart and look at something in my chart and go, oh my God, I wouldn't be able to handle that. And it's like, and then they might tell me that. And my kind of inoculation against it, I guess, is to say, well, that's, yeah, you wouldn't be able to handle it. That's why you don't have that in your chart. But I can handle it. And in fact, it's not just something for me to handle. It's my superpower. Yeah. So what, like Jeanette was saying, you know, looking at that Saturn-Sun uh, conjunction and going, well, of course that astrologer would be scared of it because she doesn't have that superpower, but you do. Yeah. That's a really um, great way of looking at it. Thanks, Janet. It's uh, that's Because it, it all comes down to the story. You know, we, that thing of how we change the vibration, we change the story. And And if we can look at that perspective and go, you know what? The old story was that this astrologer had lots of power and knowledge and I didn't and therefore I had to take on face value what they said. The new story might be, wow, that poor astrologer who doesn't have my superpower, they they couldn't look at my chart and see the potential because they're just, you know, I'm more powerful than they were in that moment. And I think mm. that's a much more useful story. And yeah. I also wanted to... Just note, I just noticed that um, this Saturn, this the Saturn Sun. So I just made up a new word, a Saturn, which is a Saturn yeah. conjunction. Um, uh, that's happening in your ninth house, and it's trine um, Neptune in Sagittarius yeah. in that second yeah. house, and that whole thing about exploration and going beyond. Yeah. And this is. This is me kind of making up a story now, which you're totally free to reject. But it's that I just get this sense of this is there's something here about going beyond what other people are are capable of perceiving. Or, you know, you said in chat something about how you know we have we're talking about how people say say things like you know you'll never amount to anything. And I sometimes think I know when people have said that to me, it's been I believe it's been that deep down some part of them knows that I'm capable of something extraordinary and at the same time they're frustrated because you know me as a 16 year old can't see that and I'm I'm kind of fart-assing around not knowing what to do with my life and that expresses itself as some kind of statement that's a very misguided and flawed attempt to inspire and motivate and it goes badly wrong because we hear it as them saying we have no potential well in fact I suspect and I might be making this up but I suspect that most of the time that crap comes from a deep down sense that we are extraordinary they're looking at it some a, a human being with so much extraordinary potential and they don't know how to help us so they try and shame us into figuring it out for ourselves which yeah, yeah. never works mm -hmm. that makes sense, it's, yeah. so that sense it's of going really... beyond mm. Uh, yeah, I like um, I like that uh, interpretation of what might have motivated the um, uh, astrologer or tr triggered the astrologer, and it's also really interesting because where Saturn is, uh, we know, is an area of life where we've ignored in the past. We haven't quite had maybe we just haven't had time to give it the attention that we'd really like to give it, uh, and we put Saturn there to make sure our focus and our drives and our goals uh, resonate and I think anyone anyone will tell you there's where Saturn is we want to work for it we we don't want it handed to us on a platter uh, Jeanette I can't remember when you've talked we've talked about this before because we both have this strong Capricorn kind of Saturn thing <laughs> around uh, money and accomplishment and we had this conversation a while back and I, I said I started by saying, "Who would want to win their money?" <laughs> so, I don't want to inherit it. I keep telling my parents, "Spend it all." <laughs> I know, I know. It's so funny. It's like the last thing I. It would actually, you know, kind of repulse me a bit the idea. And there's all these people. There are people that just want it to fall in their lap. And I'm, why would you want that? You know, you don't work for it. Good. Just so, so much more satisfying. It. Yeah, to know it's so at your. So much more satisfying. And um, you'll see that with, when Saturn's connected to the parents, and it feels like maybe the 
father's absent or there's not the kind of mothering that we want. And where it actually leads is to the place where we develop that within ourselves. We become that paternal guide or we become that inner nurturing. And without that Saturn there feeling like it took something away from us, um, maybe we wouldn't have developed ourselves to that extent. And this is the reason why Saturn is your gold. And even if a, a parent or a counselor or whatever in life knocked you back or said, you know, this wasn't, um, this isn't good enough or, or pointed out flaws or whatever, it, this is not them. It's really nothing to do with them. It is your Saturn speaking to you, using them as a pawn, saying, work through this. Find your way through this because when you find your way through this, that freedom, that uh, extent, that sense of accomplishment, that sense of being able to move forward in the direction that you want to go will be utterly authentic and will be rock solid. Uh, no one t- uh, or nothing in the world can, uh, sh- can uh, shake that vibration once it is fully, fully built from the ground up. Does that make sense? Oh, perfect sense, yeah. Okay, I love that, Kim. I really love that. I think that's that speaks to me as well so much. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, All right. So we let Jim get to bed and look at Janet's chart. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to hear your voice and um, and look at your chart again. Okay, so who's Janet? Did you want to look at yours? Anyone else who wants to ask their question? From the um, from the prep who wants to put their chart up, please put the link in the chat or just put your hand up and we'll find it. Whoops! Now sorry, I, I just put Jan. the wrong I just put the wrong link in chat. I just put Keon's chart in chat again oh, instead okay. of my own. Sorry, <laughs> um, um, I'm looking so that, for mine. It's, oh, no, no, I've got it. It's, it's just back. yeah, it's just higher up yeah. in the chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's there. <laughs> Um, so did you do the? Did you look at some of that question about the feeling of what what was real for you right now? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I mean, it, because I feel like I'm going through this major transformative regenerative process. My my main sense is that reality is extremely fluid at the moment. So it's, uh, and I've got a fair amount of clarity about. Uh, about where some of the stuff that I'm not thrilled about has come from and uh, what to do, or the not so much what to do as in I haven't started it yet, but what I'm working with at the moment about transforming that. And um, But what I haven't done is, or what I hadn't done really, and when I looked at my chart, you know, this, I always have this kind of a bit of a blind spot about my own chart, um, when I looked at my chart, I looked at it and I thought, I'm not entirely sure, but I think I have some suspicions of how the Saturn placement plays into this. Um, the uh, Saturn in Scorpio, um, that sense of um, it's deep stuff. And Pluto is currently uh, square my sun and Mercury. So so that it doesn't surprise me that i'm going th- i'm going through some deep transformation stuff and in particular what's come up for me and i don't think the timing is coincidental is recognizing that um and it's still something i hesitate to talk about even though i've written a blog post about it recognizing that a part of my uh I'm going to say my reality, and it might be something that's just innate, uh, is a, a, a capacity for depressive episodes. And um, I'm, I've resisted, I've had a lot of resistance around it in the past. A lot of sense of, and I've been very aware of this, that in some sectors of LOA world, um, not anybody who's here in the room at the moment, but in some areas of LOA world, there is a thing that I've just recently started calling mood shaming, a sense that 
I actually had someone tell me this the other day when I was talking about it in another context that they once had someone say to them, spiritual people don't get depression. As, and there was a sort of condemnatory note to it that said, if you are spiritual, then you'll never feel bad. And it was almost like the way some weight loss coaches use body shaming to try and rustle up business almost. And so I'm kind of toying with this at the moment, that this sense of this connection between Saturn in a sign ruled by Pluto at the time, and I'm, I, it's coming up for examination at a time when Pluto is, con, is square my son. A sense that, what if it's okay? What if it's, what if I were, what if my reality was such that um, experiencing a, sh- a, a, a walk through the shadow zone, you know, Churchill called depression the black dog. I'm not thrilled by that term. So I, I like to call it the shadow zone because it implies that it's a space I'm walking through and I'm, ge- I'm going to be out of it at some point. What if that was not a bad thing? What if that was what if that was um, simply an ebb? It's an opportunity for amping up self-love. What if it's a time for reflection? What if it's a time for pausing? And so this is all coming up for examination. And I think the timing's not a coincidence. Um, mm. What if I? What if? What if my reality were one in which? experiencing a depressive episode was not an excuse for self-criticism, shame and self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> or fill in the blank with anything, not just yeah. depressive episode, but anything. <laughs> uh, exactly. Exactly. Um, so this, this, so it's only just now as I'm sort of talking about it, I'm kind of going, well, I wonder whether Saturn in Scorpio is connected to this sense of if my authenticity is that I have to be open about the fact that I sometimes go through the shadow zone, what if that's okay? <laughs> like, what if it's okay for me to be the LOA coach who knows how to have depression? <laughs> Weird as that might sound. And I'm still tuning this out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, Jeanette, you, you might have an insight here, but I'm thinking that... It, Anything that allows for a full experience of life, happiness, sadness, depression, elation, uh, you know, anger, um, compassion, the full range of life, that's what we're here for. And I think anyone who thinks that air quotes spiritual person, which I don't even know what that means. um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's a story that. Uh, sounds pretty hokey to me uh, just saying those words a spiritual person um, if we're all you know spirits in physical bodies then everyone is a spiritual person right mm-hmm. uh, anyway the the idea that you might want to spend some time particularly as Saturn transits your eighth house which is uh, Pluto's house which is about going down into the depths um, Saturn wants to make it real. So you would like to have a really good look at what's in your underworld. Um, yeah. Oh, yes. That's perfectly normal. James Hillman wrote this great little book, uh, the title of which escapes me right now, but it will come back or I'll find it on my shelf. Um, but what he did in it was he said, what if the things that we find in our underworld, what if the demons and the distortions and the darkness and the depression what if they don't need fixing what if they're absolutely fine just the way they are which is actually very abraham hicks isn't it nothing's broken exactly there's nothing to fix nothing Mm -hmm. gone wrong yeah Yeah. but this was revolutionary things of psychologists a revolutionary thing for him to write about because the whole um, the whole body of knowledge of psychology is to find a problem and fix it, work your way through it up. It's always up, not down, apparently. Um, but but on all the heroes' journeys, every single hero will have a trip to the underworld. Or you go read your myths, look at every one of those heroes' journeys, and they go down into the underworld. They give up everything they know about themselves. They go down into that world. They meet all these uh, seemingly impossible confrontations, and they come out more whole 
more complete because they've had the experience. And in in this, those ancient stories, there's no uh, there's no negativity or derogatory mm. thought about their journey. It's necessary. Uh, it's part of the path. And so I think anyone who's done a uh, Pluto eighth house the Saturn Scorpio ectomy and said that this doesn't exist is someone who's just standing at the brink of their own underworld. Uh, I was going to say underwear, but see <laughs> 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 what's in that underwear. <laughs> okay. I think it's all linked. It's because I'm looking at the eighth house. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I think that you, your insights about that are really strong. And anytime that we attract to see that, statement of um well if you're this then you can't be that you know uh, mm. if you're if you're depressed you can't be um spiritual anytime that pops up uh to me those are gremlin thoughts those are part of ourselves that is doubting our own process and that's okay it's natural for us to doubt what we're going through and so we see it and uh then maybe we find some reference that gives us the strength and integrity to know that that if we're experiencing it, it's absolutely part of of who we are and our process. And there's gold there. The whole the, Pluto means treasure, and what we find in that underworld, if we're willing to go there, um, is going to be extraordinary for us. And it's the people who are maybe fearful or resist going down into the underworld, going into a, you know, we call it depression, but it's an inner journey, isn't it? Hmm. It's an inner examination. Hmm. Um, and the idea of being um, our society making it seem wrong, here's a pill, this will make you feel better, you won't have to go there, um, is denying us our full experience. I don't know, Jeanette, what do you think about that? Well, I couldn't agree more. And and we conscious creators know that resistance isn't going to help any party other than building contrast and growing stronger desire. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's it's pointless to do that on purpose or entertain it unless we're just in the mood for some more contrast. That's right. And it can be. Jeanette, one of your greatest LOA stories, well, the, maybe the first one that I ever heard, but came on the wings of a pretty dark, all my best manifesting stories yeah. were on the heels of something terrible. I, I, I wrote a post, all my best stories came from crap, <laughs> because that <laughs> darkness really inspired the the stronger desire and j- being able to release it just because things got so bad there was no other choice that um, allowed it in, in in dramatic ways, storytelling ways. Mm, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Janet, I don't know if that helps, uh, but I think it's great to have that on the call for anyone who is questioning their mood swings <laughs> or they're just their yeah. explorations yeah. or their, you know. And there, it's possible when there's so much focus in uh, LOA on getting happy um, mm-hmm. that we might miss out on feeling something deep and intense and um so yeah full range of experience yeah and it is interesting yeah. i mean I, I i can sort of relate to what guillaume was saying about um no, i mean not because i've had an astrologer tell me a story that was misguided but but that's there but it's interesting for me to observe uh something similar in the sense that I look at my Pluto, uh, sorry, at my Saturn placement and it kind of makes me nervous because of that sense of, uh-oh, <laughs> that means I'm going to have to do some, you know, underworld journeying. And so there's a sort of almost an, like an inbuilt apprehension which would be very useful for me to give up <laughs> and sort of go, you I'd know like what? A- <laughs> I, I came here to have this, I came here to have these, intense experiences and it's time for me to embrace that not embrace necessarily the I don't mean embracing the depression or embracing the whatever but ex- embrace the capacity and in the same way that I said that to Guillaume I think it's true for me too maybe my capacity to experience intensity is my superpower mm. 
I think people speaking as a person with Saturn in Scorpio as well. I think um, people with emphasis there. It's not. It's not just your capacity. It's almost feels like life isn't quite right unless you're feeling it. Um, unless mm. you're feeling things that intensely and that deeply, and you cannot e- experience the absolute um, highs of euphoria if you haven't been down into the underworld and experienced um, the uh, opposite extreme. And I think. Saturn in Scorpio doesn't want to just go through life um, on easy, just always on easy street, or not even easy street, but neutral street. Mm-hmm. The the, mm-hmm. the uh, bane of Saturn in Scorpio, anything in Scorpio, Moon in Scorpio, you name it in Scorpio, we all have Scorpio somewhere in our chart. Uh, the bane is neutrality, right? It's it was. Yeah. Scorpio wants extreme experiences and wants to go to the edge. Let's make this life and death. That's the desire of that the part of us. And um, so if that part of us is being activated or, and again, I think just having your Saturn uh, transiting your eighth house is like an activation um, mm. because it's bringing these energies together. Uh, it, well, it highlights it. And if we spend a long time in LOA doing the pivot, and I don't think there's anything wrong with the pivot if we're like uncomfortable with our thoughts, let's pivot to better feeling thoughts. But Jeanette, can you over pivot? Can you pivot away before <laughs> something's been felt? Or I'm just thinking it- we're at, we're two minutes to the top of the hour, and we have two more chart links in our chat room. Okay. Are we? I don't know if we're going to be able to get to them. But both Joe and Lyurka have, um, they have, uh, their Saturn is in the third house and mine's on the cusp of three at the apex of a yacht. So, of course, I was in Oh, right. In My Saturn's in the third house, too. <laughs> All right. Well, we can continue, but this idea of the, the, the premature pivot, <laughs> now you can, um, we can talk about it in the, uh, on the post or explore that more. But that's just an idea to throw out there. Maybe it's possible we move away from intense feelings too soon um, before we fully, richly, deeply experience them. But, okay, so, um, Joe, okay, Joe and Lyrica aren't dialed in. So, if you... We are. I am. are. Okay. All right. Um, Well, let's look. Jeanette, I don't know what the order is. Let me go over here. Okay. Erica, let's just, did you look at the question about um, where you feel your reality is or where what's coming up for you most strongly right now? Did you explore that or did you have a specific um, area? Doesn't Don't worry about the astrology because I know that this is new to you, um, but just the, the feeling where you're at right now. Um, I feel that I'm in an extraordinarily good place right now. Um, mm-hmm. I cannot Yay. say that. Yes, I know. Isn't that great? I'm it's very grateful for that. It's just nice to hear that. someone acknowledge it. I think all of us are all the time, <laughs> even when we're, even when it doesn't feel good. I think we're all in an extraordinary place. But it's just beautiful to hear someone acknowledge it authentically. Agreed. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. And so um, I have not really done any of the prep work. This is my very first call, my very first course, my very first everything with uh, good vibe astrology. And Uh I have no background whatsoever. I'm looking at my chart, and Kim, thank you for making that. And I've, you know, listened to your reading um, several times, and I'm very impressed. I cannot see anything. I, you know, if my life depended on interpreting (laughs) any of this, I'd be like, you know what? Take me away. This is not my thing. So, you know, I am here. I'm willing to learn, but you don't have to spend extraordinary, extraordinary amounts of time right now um, answering any questions because, you know, I just want to participate and see what I can learn. Oh, so, well, you- it's delightful to have you here, and thank you. Thanks for that. And But like I said at the top of the call, this we have absolute newbies who don't mm-hmm. even know what a horoscope is 
uh, or what the what it, anything means, all the way to professional astrologers. And this course is not about the learning the astrology so much as it is about us using the chart, us, Jeanette and I, looking at your chart and being able to help you with your manifesting. It's that simple. <laughs> help you with those dreams come true. So I think it's probably important that you look at the prep questions and explore that a bit uh, before we uh, can then go to the chart well, and... I What I heard... Put- what I heard her okay. say was exceptional. I mean, it sounded like, Liorka, that you are, your assessment of where you're at, it's pretty good. You, you didn't, you're not um, like focused on uh, unsatisfied desires or, or such. Or, or did you get a chance to look at the questions that Kim had sent out? I did, but I don't feel like there's, a question that I'm looking for an answer to. And, you know, when it comes to manifesting, Jeanette, I mean, you're such an awesome teacher, so I've learned so much from you. And, yes, there's always some room for improvement, and we're all refining things constantly. But um, I love, uh, Kim, what you said at the start. You know, look at where you are right now and – See if you need to change your vibe, and then maybe that's what, you know, will bring about change at some point in Mm -hmm. the future. And then um, I will have to give myself a bit of time to think, where was my vibe a year ago? You know, how was I creating the reality that is here right now? But I got to tell you again, I am loving it. Thank you, God. Um, I'm just (laughs) super happy. Oh, that's good. That's really um, that's really good to hear. Can I just ask you one question? This yes. is for for my own um, uh, benefit here because we have almost identical um, house cusps, mm-hmm. and so I know you've had Saturn through your uh, fourth house for about as long as I have by transit. Don't worry about what that means, other than. Um, have you over the last couple of years has anything changed in your home situation that has been you've had to work through? Mm, nothing major really comes to mind. My husband retired, so yeah, well, take a <laughs> that's, that's that's a change um, for some yeah. people. That's yeah, pretty dramatic one. <laughs> yeah, that means he's home all the time, right? Yeah, yeah I was a bit apprehensive, but then. You know, I run a business. I own a business, and so I just kept doing my thing. And but that happened just about two years ago. Yes. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, yep. I just I am so inspired by um, by you and how the way that you're uh, channeling and interpreting and experiencing these energies and. Uh, making something so wonderful about it. I am, yeah, I'm inspired. That's going to be my role model. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But if you want, um, Lyrica, if you want to just start at the very basics of uh, learning what the signs, planets, houses are in astrology, we have the Essentials course, which is, what is it? Is it five or six um, recordings? Jeanette, I'm not sure. There are recordings that Jeanette and I made. Uh, to just give you the groundwork, and that's in the. If you need the link to that, I'll I'll get it to you. But it's in the. Um, if you highlight the courses on the menu and then go down to essentials, essentials. astrology, you'll okay. go straight there. But that's your starting place. And as we go through the course, as you start to um, understand what you're looking at more and more. Um, just any questions that you have, it doesn't matter how, if you think, oh, this is too basic, just um, fire fire away and uh, we'll be able to explain or hopefully, hopefully explore that for you. Okay, so. great, will do. Okay, and thanks for being here. Thanks for chiming in. Uh, we'll just quickly, really quickly look at Joe's chart. Joe, it's great to see you on a call. I know it hasn't always... Um, uh, been the right time for you and 
Is Joe is Joe dialed in? She's not dialed in. Joe, if you want to just type something in the in the um, chat, or we can what we can do um, if you have to be somewhere, if any of us have to be somewhere, <laughs> we can uh, take this up on the um, on the post, and we can post your chart there and explore it. But Joe, Joe may not still be. Are you there, Joe? That's your invitation to put your hand up in the chat area. Do you see her, Jeanette? My, um, oh, there she is. Thanks. <laughs> so, Joe, if you did the uh, if you did the homework, if you the prep, if you have a feeling for where um, your reality is right now, and whether it's uh, the body or uh, money and finances or home or whatever's going on for you. We can look at that. Or we can continue it on the on the post in the co- in the comments. You know what? I think we're going to do that because otherwise the, the asynchronicity is going to um, chew into the time. I think people, when they look at um, uh, calls to listen to and see calls that go on long, long, they just get daunted. I don't know you guys get daunted but it's a yeah oh struggling with getting completion on a, on the project uh, let's t- yeah I'm we'll I'll talk about that um, this morning I'll go to the and post your chart and we'll go there and we'll talk about it there that will probably be the best thing and we'll wrap up the call now uh, we haven't put uh, the dates for the next topic which is going to be on Uranian transits and change but um, We'll have that sorted out soon, won't we, Jeanette? We'll, we'll sort it yes, out before the end. Sooner than later, because I can't wait. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would be really fun too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, thanks everyone for being here. Uh, it's a great kickoff to the uh, new course, and let's please continue this conversation. And all of you who have listened to the call, let's continue on the uh, over at the GVA site. Okay. Thanks, everyone, for joining. Thank you, Kim. Thanks, Kim. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.